we burn Elmo at the fucking stake, the little pedo. Ladies and gentlemen, to those among you who are easily frightened, we suggest you turn away now. To those of you who think they can take it, we say, welcome to the madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse, the number one podcast for horror reviews, bullshit and booze. My name is Joey and with me today is the man voted by Madhouse Podcast as most likely to start a cult. It's Jimmy Faulkner. How How are you, Jimmy? I'm all right. Are you all right? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's Christmas time. It is Christmas time, but you've got you've got the COVID. Yeah, I've I've got COVID. So how's uh, that for you? So it's not been too bad for me. Just mostly uh, light, cold sweats, uh, complete loss of smell and taste. So you're you're confined to this room you're in, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah, I have been in this room since Friday night. It is now Friday night again, I believe. <laughs> oh my god! So it's probably quite good that you can't smell the room. Yeah. Definitely. Smell like your farts, probably. <laughs> probably very farty. I there. don't know. Uh, Who knows? It's a very strange. Usually, you know, you can do the old smell test in your armpit when you need a shower, but it's been six days and I can't smell shit. <laughs> or the shit in the corner. <laughs> or the shit that I put in the corner. Yeah, it's quite handy for self isolation. Self isolation. Loss of smell and loss are of you, taste. Uh, are you allowed good. out anytime? I, uh... Obviously, I, obviously, like I mean, like when your wife and kids aren't around. Well, they've got to isolate in the house. house. Yeah, but are you allowed out of your room? Uh, I have been out to the garden twice, but I'm trying to reduce going around Sammy and and the boys because yeah, yeah, vulnerability. Yeah. And so yeah, I've been going from here to the bathroom for seven days. Ah, fun times. Yep. So yeah. Loss of taste isn't a complete bad thing. Uh, I mean, I can now enjoy this podcast. <laughs> uh, played a lot of Skyrim. <laughs> Eating Have some really? tannish root. <laughs> yeah, I'm about um, 35, 40 hours into Skyrim this week. Oh, that's nothing, you pussy. Uh, oh. I've been doing a degree as well. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, what's on. more important? <laughs> Get your priorities straight. Yeah. Uh, daily morning test. Uh, I'm on a sleeping bag in airbed down there. So morning test. Wake up. Fart in a sleeping bag. Wrap myself up down there. No smell. Still got COVID. Smell. No COVID. Science. Yeah, okay. And, and the degree is a science degree. So I think I speak with some authority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Right, what are you drinking tonight? Ah, oh, I've had a I've had a pint of the black stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was beef gravy. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, Bisto. <laughs> Bisto. Yeah. No, I've had a pint of Guinness, and uh, now I'm just on the cider. I've got boring stuff. I was going to have a shot of Electric Melon 2020, but I can't face it. I'm a bit tired. All right. Okay. Well, uh, I've I've got two drinks to choose from. One drink, two okay, flavors, actually. Okay, is one your own piss? <laughs> piss and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you pick bucket A or bucket B. <laughs> one's a br- yeah, one's a brown milkshake and one's a, a yellow. Hey, I can't smell or taste. Brew. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's whatever I want it to be. Uh, no, what I've got is uh, dragon soup. Yes, never had doubt. it. Uh, I've checked the can. It, it's clearly not soup. It's a drink. Uh, and there's no dragon in it. I've checked the ingredients. So straight off the bat, uh, I don't trust it, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> okay, you, what that? What flavours that? It's not the you didn't get the raspberry and uh, custard one. What flavours uh, that? I've got venom flavour and strawberry and lime flavour. Not that it matters because I can't taste anything. So you can just pick whichever one. That's oh, how. Okay. You, that's your involvement. Oh, go go strawberry and lime first. All right. 
I've got a slight taste like... back, so I might taste you... some of it. Yeah, you get like a rhubarb and custard one as well. Really? Nice. Huh. Yeah. You're going to be off your tits, mate. You're not going to be sleeping tonight if you drink both of those cans. I'll have one of them. Oh, okay. I've got COVID. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But, yeah, fair enough. Doesn't really matter then, does it? it can't out, cancel out, won't it? So. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm opening it. I'm going to try Ooh, it now as well. Yeah, it gives you verdict. Smells like nothing. Tastes like fizzy. I knew you were going to say tastes like fizzy. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that did actually have a bit of a... Uh... No, it's not nice at the back of them. I can't taste any strawberry or lime. It's just like a weird alcohol. There's probably just so much caffeine in it. Anyway. Yeah. COVID for you. That's the COVID taste test. Brought to you by the Madhouse Podcast. Does yours taste like fizzy? Lovely, I'm jealous. You're jealous? Not nor- yeah, it's not normal that I'm jealous of your drink. Oh, you mean of the drink, not the fact that I can't taste anything. No, you tit. i got a slight bit of taste back, to be fair. I can taste a little bit. Just the smell that's just completely disappeared. Oh, uh, okay. Right, so film choice was mine. Yeah, I think. Yep. You all right, rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these smells, they're weird and unusual. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> I'm just gonna go around licking everything is that only what it tastes like yeah sir. that's what I used to do in the before times so Midsummer <laughs> 2019 release directed by little known director called Ari Aster <laughs> uh, mostly shot in Hungary and Utah despite being set in Sweden and New York yes the Swedes don't allow you to film uh more than eight hours in a day. Are you making that up? No, that's a that's the, that's a law in Sweden. Is film crews can't film more than eight hours in a day. So that's why they didn't film in Sweden. They went to outside Budapest to film it. Okay. Um. D- did um. Why? Why do they not allow just work laws? I know it's what it's shifts, just a work law. Yeah. Shifts are probably only has to be eight hours long. Well, yeah. It probably comes from a good place. Yeah, probably. This film was given to go ahead as soon as Hereditary had been released in 2018 and was released itself in June 2019. An insanely quick production, especially for a film with so much like detail and thought put into it. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how he did it, but then I don't know how they made films anyway. So, but well, he didn't do it himself. So yeah, well, and I'm guessing they did it how you usually make a film, but quicker. Right. Yeah. A lot of people involved. Well, yeah, at least, what, six, seven? Yeah, maybe double that. I can get numbers down if you get the actors to, like, fill in as boomstand technicians when they're not on screen. Shall we do the paragraph of doom? Yes. I just want to say that if uh, if you don't like the paragraph of doom, usually, uh, there is a mural at the beginning of this film <laughs> which actually depicts the whole plot of the film, so you can just Google that instead. Yeah, but I think that's... That's, this is basically our mural. Yeah. Isn't it? So, this is our mural for every film that we do. Yes. Because it's at the start of the podcast. Yeah, and we give away the whole plot of the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very unnerving when you keep looking up. I understand what you're doing, but it's new to me now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in an office that I'm self-isolating and everyone, so I have usual office stuff around me and a setup just for Jimmy with the madass banner that we got cheap for ordering some cards once and uh, yeah I have a TV on the wall above the laptop where I actually have Pro Tools running it's nice to have separate screens <laughs> but yeah, it looks lovely pictures you've got some lovely pictures framed yeah. pictures up Dawn of the Dead over here yeah I, I mean I don't know why the butt plug is out uh, I wish you'd put them away yeah, and there's the bag of white powder I'm told is perfectly fine treatment for COVID, so no need to question that. My guitar up there that I bought like, when I was 14 for like 150 quid. It was better now than oh, when I bought your it. guitar. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop describing stuff on screen for people that can't see my screen. Yeah. We... Looks like a big black clock. <laughs> yep. 
Right. Shall I start it off? Yeah, off you pop. Danny is left severely traumatised after her sister kills herself and their parents by filling their home with carbon monoxide. The incident further strains Danny's relationship with her increasingly distant boyfriend, student Christian. As summer approaches, she learns that Christian and fellow students Mark and Josh have been invited by their Swedish friend Pele to attend a midsummer celebration at his ancestral commune, the Hagar. The celebration occurs only once every 90 years, and Josh, who is writing his thesis on the European Midsummer festivities, regards it as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Christian had not discussed the trip with Danny, as he was intending to break up with her prior to the incident with her family. After an argument, he reluctantly invites her along. Upon arrival at the commune, they meet Simon and Connie, an English couple from London, who were invited by Pele's communal brother, Ingomar. He offers the group psychedelic mushrooms and Danny has a bad trip hallucinating about her deceased family. The day after their arrival, the group witness a ceremony where two elders commit suicide by jumping from a nearby cliff onto the rocks below. When one of the elders partially survives the fall, the commune members mimic his wails of agony and promptly mercy kill him with a mallet. Disturbed by the ceremonies, Danny attempts to leave, but is convinced to stay by Pele. He explains that he too was orphaned after his parents died in a fire, and the commune became his new family. Connie and Simon insist on leaving, and are supposedly driven to a nearby train station one at a time. After unwittingly urinating on a sacred tree, been there before, Mark is lured away. Yeah, classic. Mark is lured away from the group by one of the female commune members. That night, Josh sneaks out of bed to secretly photograph one of the commune's sacred texts, but is bludgeoned and dragged away by someone wearing a skin mask of Mark's face. The next day, both Danny and Christian are separately coerced into taking hallucinogenic, taking a hallucinogenic drink. Danny wins a maypole dancing competition and is, in crowned, and is crowned the May Queen. Meanwhile, Christian is led away and engages in a sex ritual designed to impregnate Maya, a young female member of the Hagar, while older naked female members watch and mimic Maya's moans. Danny, witnessing the ritual and believing that Christian is cheating on her, has a panic attack while the commune's women surround her and mimic her cries. After the ritual, Christian comes to his senses and tries to flee. He discovers Josh's leg planted in a flower bed and Simon's body blood-eagled in a barn before being paralysed by an elder. For the final ceremony, the commune, the commune leaders explain that in order to purge the commune of its evil, nine human sacrifices must be offered. The first four victims are outsiders lured to them by Pele and Ingoma, while the next four victims must be from the commune. As May Queen, Danny must choose either Christian or a commune member to be the final sacrificial victim. She chooses Christian, who is stuffed into a disemboweled brown bear's body and placed in a triangular wooden temple alongside the other sacrifices. It is set on fire, and the commune members mimic the screams and wails of those being burned alive. Danny initially sobs in horror and grief, but gradually begins to smile. Hooray! Happy Midsummer! Next week on Sesame Street. <laughs> Cookie Monster. We burn Elmo burn. at the fucking stake, the little pedo. Right. Is he a pedo? He's like a toddler. <laughs> nah, he's a man in a child's body. Oh. Mental. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Should we frighten the lights? Yeah, or a rent boy. <laughs> We're going to go fight the lights or you want to rent a boy? <laughs> no, let's do the next section. Elmo's the rent boy. Okay. Right, let's chow down on some pubic hair pie and some blood menstrual beer. It's Fries and Delights. <laughs> That's uh, that's yum, uh, yum, 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 yum. yeah, that's Delish. the noise I was about to make. Oh, not really. 
Right, 30 minutes of footage was cut from this film to make it an R rating, which means under 17s can see it with an adult, instead of an NC-17, which means you have to be over 17. These 30 minutes were added back in for the director's cut, which I do not have, but I did see a few scenes online. There were One was a bit boring, with Danny and Christian discussing whether to stay or leave, and Christian oh. was saying, by the way, Josh might steal my idea, when he's clearly stolen his idea. Yeah, um, tip. Yeah, Christian's a tit. But the other was a child sacrifice scene where a child is about to be drowned voluntarily. He doesn't get killed in the end. Uh, but there were a few scenes, apparently, that were above the line, if you want. Oh, to, well, that's uh, fine. To, uh, yeah, but it would have made the rating higher. So, they, oh. so Ari whacked it back in the director's cut, uh... which I'm guessing you have on a box set somewhere. <laughs> No, I don't actually. <laughs> but it does. That does tie in with how Connie dies, doesn't it? Yes. We don't see how yeah. Connie dies. Yeah. But we see her body at the end that's all bloated and uh, wet to suggest that she was drowned. Yeah. In a nearby lake. Yeah. And obviously they must have gone. I've not seen the director's cut, but they must have gone to that lake in the scene that was cut out to see the little boy getting drowned. Yeah. Drowned. Yeah. Fuck, I nearly spilt my cider there. Fuck. Oh. Uh, the practice of elders dying. This is a... Fri no, delight. The practice of elders dying and sacrificing themselves for the good of the whole is a myth that has persisted for hundreds of years. The original source is from Iceland in the 13th century. And despite being referred to by historians in the 18th and 19th century, this 13th century source remains the only source and is unreliable as evidence uh, of the practice as it is thought to have been propaganda spread in Iceland at the time to paint the Swedes as godless barbarians due to their refusal to convert to Christianity. Now, I don't think jumping off a cliff on some rocks is the best method. That's not the method that I, I would like to go out as. No, but it's free, isn't it? Gravity is free. I mean, this is one option. I, we can think <laughs> of other options that are free as well. Oh, yeah. It's not the only option that is free. I'd have to pay for everything else. <laughs> I just mean if you're in a, uh, a commune out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Your, your options are more limited. I don't think I'd like... To, I don't think that would be the way... I'd like to go. How would you sacrifice yourself to a god then? I think lying on my bed yeah. and just being suffocated by a big fat woman's ass. <laughs> Alright, uh, I, I, it's not far from where I thought you were going to go, which was the oh, old okay. uh, choky wank in the door frame. <laughs> Have you been reading my diary? <laughs> <laughs> the old hanging wank. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, That's just embarrassing, though, that one. Didn't the, the old lady went first, and didn't she go headfirst, landed on her headfirst? That's the way to do it. She dived off. Like, yeah. like you dive, like a swan dive. Yeah, you want your head to hit that rock, because then you're done. The the, yeah. the old man went leg first and just broke everything, but your head is actually the most protected. Oh, yeah, I don't like it as a method. Nope. it's Well, none of it's ideal. No, I don't think I'd want to do it at 72 either. But I haven't finished accomplishing everything. If you hadn't done anything by 72. Yeah, that's it, is it? Game over. Well, I mean, what else are you going to achieve in the next... Uh... I suppose you could have 30 years left if you're lucky. <laughs> Very lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to kill myself at 72 anyway. I, I get where you're coming from. Just uh... That's just a ball eight. Probably can't even get out of a fucking chair. Yeah, certainly two doesn't That's feel why that they old. had to carry up the. They carried them up to the top of the cliff as well, didn't oh, they? Yeah. Lazy old twats. I don't think seventy two is that old these days. No, I don't think it is. I think eighty two no, you start. Right. You're you're old, but seventy two is still middle aged. There's a couple of people in that crowd that looked older than the and the bloke and the woman. Yeah, can you imagine being seventy seventy one watching that? Yeah. Oh, oh fuck! It's my birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Do I get yeah. cake first? Do I get cake, fall off the cliff, and then do I get malleted? Yeah. If I don't do it right? Uh... <sighs> nah. Anyway. Let's, all... Let's just all go for the asphyxi wank. 
Asphyxiwank. <laughs> 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 can you uh, put that on your death certificate as well? Death by Asphyxiwank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, sometimes I wish this was a visual podcast because that was some brilliant acting. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy, the word ardor is uh, Swedish for flame and is also Danny's last name. Uh, nice. I mean, she doesn't sound fire, so I don't. It's relevant in the fact that she sets her friend on fire by proxy. It would be nicer if they had a Swedish word that meant flower. Or I'm pretty sure they will have. Bushel. I'm sure they do, but I meant for Danny's second name. Oh, okay. I don't get yeah. the f- uh, maybe I missed it, but I don't get why that's relevant. No, I think it's uh, it's the way she has Christian killed at the end might be the only relevance. Of course it is. Of course it is. I forgot they burnt the big fucking thing, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. It's how flame, it all ends, it was basically, her. in flame. Yeah, and it was her that sent Christian there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a dick. When Danny is taking the meat pies out of the oven, mm, meat pie. she and Mark both hear screaming, this is most likely the moment that Connie is captured and killed. When Connie's corpse is being wheelbarrowed, as you said earlier, into the shrine, with all the other sacrifices, her body is bloated and wet, seemingly have been drowned. She's also dressed in the exact same robes that the boy who was nearly voluntarily drowned was wearing in the cut scene that's available in the director's cut. So to me, this... uh, I know they had to have a certain amount of visitor sacrifices. Four, isn't it? But there were more than four of them. Um, no, it's five. Is it five? It? Yeah, f- five from outside, four from in, two sacrificed themselves. Yep. How many travellers were there then? Was there five? Yeah, there was There was Josh Mark, yep. uh, Christian, Connie, and her fiancé. They all died. And Danny. And then there was the two who were in the trees who'd sacrificed themselves that we didn't see anything about. Okay, and then it was the choice between the two last ones, which was Christian and the guy who came forward. Okay, they yeah. pulled his name out of a hat. They did that fucking weird bingo. So, what do you think they do? I what think... What I was going to say is, it kind of suggests to me that the person who is left over, i.e., Danny, if she d- doesn't want to join, they they're, they're going to probably kill her anyway. Right, probably if she didn't want to join it, yeah. Yeah, so they're kind of putting all their eggs in the one basket that they're going to get one new member. Yeah, and if she didn't even win the fucking contest either, so didn't she? No, I said if she didn't win the contest. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, she could have been useless at maypole dancing, yeah. which it shouldn't yeah, have been exactly. called the May Queen or Maypole because it was midsummer. It's kind of in the title. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> June Paul. <laughs> Christian running around naked after the weird sex slash rape scene was an act was the actor Jack Rayner's own idea. Originally he was to run out in the robes that he entered in, and Jack pointed out that women are always raped or used sexually in some way in films where they are conveniently suddenly exposed and have to run around naked or topless, and he felt that a male character should be shown to suffer the same senseless vulnerability and exploitation for the viewer's enjoyment. Yeah, fair play. So it was his idea to hang Dong. And run, it looked and run. it looked like his willy was embarrassed. It would be, wouldn't it? There's nothing nice about flapping around a willy while you're running. No, there isn't. And it must have done a few takes because I didn't pick up on this, but Nat did. And when his willy is really red. It is was it? like bright red at one point. Yeah. He's just had sex. That's what I thought, but then he's not really had sex because he's an actor. Yeah, he probably got a bonnet. But it's probably because it was all flopping about. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But fair play to him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Although, uh, I'd be getting paid my money for acting. And if it looked small, you could just say, no, it was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> they had to digitally resize it because it was too big. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one more, one more, because there's loads in this one, and I usually stick to five, but I've gone over. Um, 
Christian is constantly being love potioned the shit out of throughout the film. The pube in the meat pie is an easier one to catch. But the most disturbing one is his drink later on, which you've already alluded to. Everybody at the table has a yellow drink at one point, while his is a more orangey red. Earlier on in the film, we're shown a small tapestry depicting a love ritual, the same ritual being done on Christian. It shows the trimming of the pubes and a woman menstruating into a glass. These are all ways of getting a man to fall in love with you, but what it turns out actually got the man into the room to have sex is just a shitload of drugs. I don't think it was anything to do with the pube or the menstrual blood. No, I don't think he even knew he was going to have any sex. Well, that's why I called it the weird sex slash rape scene, because he was drugged up to his eyeballs and didn't have a clue what was going on. Yeah, and there was a point where that old woman was pushing his butt. Yeah, to make him get going more. Um, He wouldn't have done that if he wasn't drugged up. I don't know. Cause he might have I had sex with have. the girl. I don't think he would have done it in front of everyone in some ritual manner like that. No, I don't think so. Not in front of ten old women. Yeah. Bearing in boobs and bush there. There, was, nice there was a lot of naked on screen stuff. Which yeah, is probably him thinking, wait, they lovely. have to go naked, but I get away with it and have to, can wear the robe. I don't think so. I'm hanging yeah. dog. I don't care how red it gets. <laughs> I'm flapping around, baby. <laughs> right, I'm done. That's all my Fritz and Delitz. All your Fritz and Delitz. Delightful. And frightful. Right, I'll just have a little sip because i got a little something for you. i got a little something for you. Hey, I'm going to chill back in my comfortable chair I get to sit in because I'm in the isolation pod. The isolation pod. It's been called a so few I things. Thought... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I thought I'd take a look at some cults today. Okay. I said cult. You just give me a thumbs up there. Yeah. All right. But I'm not, I don't want to, not, we're not going to, I'm just going to give you a couple of brief bits about a few ones that seem quite interesting to me. Okay. So I could definitely get on board with this first one. They are called the Brethren, uh, also known as Body of Christ. And garbage eaters, the brethren are a po- apocalyptic offshoot of the seventies Jesus movement, inscuring worldly possessions and earthly pleasures to purify themselves for coming for the coming end of the world. Brethren members essentially live as vagrants, doing odd jobs to survive, eating trash, avoiding bathing and medical treatment, and giving whatever money they do make to the group. They are also forbid. Dancing and laughing until, of course, the return of Jesus. Uh, bar members from communicating with the family and forbid contact between binary genders. Group founder Jim Roberts passed in December 2015, leaving the future of the secretive cult unclear. Hello. I think I could fill that void. Did you say they're not allowed to talk between genders? Yes. And they're not allowed to laugh? No, or dance. Or dance. Or... Until, wait, until Jesus comes home. Jesus returns. So when you say you fill the shoes, are you going to be yeah. Jesus or the cult leader? No, the cult leader. So you want to go join a cult where you can't talk to women yeah. and you can't sing or dance? Uh, yes, I don't I don't dance. I'm not a dancer. Yeah. No, it's, you can sing. You can sing, but you can't laugh. Oh. Uh. Well, then I would fuck it up, because as soon as I started singing, everyone would laugh. Oh, okay. Well, let's see if we can try joining this next one, then. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can join that first one. I'm I'm vetoing that one for now. Well, I'm going to give you some ideas, and then we'll see what happens. Okay, yeah. See which which one we'll send our applications to. Sweet. Uh, New Newabian Nation, formerly known as the United Newabian Nation of Moors. This is a cult of personality based around founder Dwight York, not the football player, combining Christianity, ancient Egyptian icon- iconography, African rituals, and a belief that aliens are coming. The nation believes that 144,000 chosen people will be taken away in a flying si- city 
spirited to Orion to prepare for the final fight against Satan. Shockingly, York's mishmash of New Age concepts, black power militancy, and ancient Egyptian religion caught on in both the hip-hop community and in rural Georgia, where York built a massive compound made with donated funds. York's mythology grew, incorporating cloning, racial theory, cosmology, anti-government conspiracies, and linguistics. Even as the cult grew, York was under investigation and he finally detained in 2002 for running a massive child trafficking ring, comprising as many as 1,000 individuals. He was sent to prison for life, and his compound was seized and demolished. The group still exists, though in much smaller numbers. Wow. So shall I put us down on that application form for, for that one? Uh, do you have any other options? I've got one more option. Okay. I'm not sure it's the best of them, but uh, we'll go for it. Well, I mean, I, d uh, I don't agree with anything either of the cults said, but what are the living standards like for the second one? Like... Well, they're better, surely. Uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, one one day... 144,000 chosen people yeah. will be taken away in a flying city, spirited to Orion to fight the final fight against Satan. What do you not believe? Am I allowed to dance? <laughs> oh, in this one, you're 100% allowed to dance. I don't, I don't dance. And I don't want to dance. To... Oh, you don't want to dance? But I want the option. You've got the option because it's all about yeah, I don't think we'll get in here because I think we are the wrong colour. Oh, well, I mean, that's anyway, discrimination. That is discrimination. But... So we're first cult at the moment then, because, I mean, uh, not washing yeah. and being white. We've got that down. Other than the child trafficking thing, I, I enjoy uh, Dwight York's views there. Right, the next one, Congregation for the Light. So these chaps... They've avoided the backwater compounds common to many cults, instead having its headquarters in the heart of Manhattan. It has much else in common with cults, including all-powerful control by one man, bizarre racial theories about Aryans and Atlantis, doomsday prepping, complex mythology involving owls, strange medical claims about cancer being caused by bad karma, Shunning those who break away and a powerful grip on the personal lives of members. Oh, uh, it marries old men off to young girls and enjoys tax-exempt status as a religion. The Light only has about 200 members, but, they, but they're kept in virtual seclusion, often born into the cult by member parents. Most of their money comes from pillaging the estates of deceased members. <laughs> Lovely. Is this by any chance... Cult started by Alex Jones. It sounds like a proper American conspiracy theory. No, I don't think it's got anything to do with that. But they've only got 200 members. So I think we could swoop in there, start a coup, and we could take over Congregation for the Light. We could take over and call it Congregation for the Bud Light. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible beer. It is. Can we I call could, it Congregation for the Dragon Soup? Because that sounds badass. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The name will come later yeah, once all the followers start. We gotta, we, yeah, we got to get in there first and, and like find yeah. out who the leaders are. What do we do? Like Take them out quick or do we like get their trust? I'd get, I'd get their trust, work my way up, and then just go, oi, get out, you nonce. I'm having it. <laughs> That'll go down as one of the greatest coup yeah. speeches ever. There's like, right. been a lot of coups, you know, lots of revolutions, <laughs> but none of them have ever had the words, get out your nonce, I'm having it. <laughs> get out, you nonce, I'm having it. <laughs> Jimmy Faulkner, oh. 2023. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, delightful. So there you go. So we've got options. We've got options. There are options out there for us. I, I, I'd like the third one the least because it sounds very far-right racist. A little but, bit, and a little bit pedo-y. Yeah, but I think we could get in there and change it for the better. Still a cult, yeah. still shitty, because 
that's a cult. Still making us yeah. a bit on top, but more like a communal cult that's nice, yeah. not racist and rapey. They had me at Atlantis, but lost me at Aryan. Yes, anyone who uses the word Aryan is going down a path that you you know where it's going. Oh yeah, of course. So, anyway, <laughs> they're out there for us. So we, yeah. you know, let's just start I feel our out own. Informed. We could get if we start our own, we could get up to two hundred members. We'll overtake them. We could get up to two members. Well, I'm in. Are you? I'm in. We yeah, done it. <laughs> you get Nat. I got two kids. They don't have a say in it, so they're in. That's four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> that's like two and a half percent already. There. Well, um, yeah, we can. It's easier to build a cult up to two hundred than to get into a cult with two hundred people and swindle it into our favor. I reckon. Yeah. Well, I think I could do it. Right. Out so the you- way, petal. I'm having it. <laughs> Here's your crown, you nonce. <laughs> right. Cloak. <laughs> I think that's Frightened the Lights done. Yeah! Are you ready for Master of the Macabre? Yeah, I think so. Master of the Macabre. Welcome to the Master of the Macabre. We're going to make a quick decision as who deserves to get burnt in the sacrificial barn and who we're going to crown the maid, king or queen in midsummer. How many choices have you got, Jimmy? Oh, fucking hell. This is tough because I don't have any. Oh. I honestly, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I've got a couple of honourable mentions, but I don't think anyone is that good enough. Huh. I thought they were all right. Uh, nobody's nobody's seems in this the seems that they deserve the honour of Master of the Macabre, because I don't think anyone's a master of anything in it. Okay. I like the laser girl. Laser girl? Yeah. Florence Pew Pew. Wow. <laughs> and it's Florence Pugh, by the way, for everyone who didn't get my I mean, just found out she's from Oxford. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Master of the Macabre. Um, okay, I thought Florence yeah. Pugh was good. And I thought Wilhelm Blanken, who was Pele, was pretty good because he was really, really good at that I'm your friend type thing, you know, but really, I'm going to sacrifice you back at home. But I'm yeah, your gonna, friend. I, I I understand you, Jimmy. You give me a cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your friend. I'm gonna fuck you and then sacrifice you. Did he sugar? Basically. Nah. He, he wanted to though. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah. He wanted to. He gave her that big old smacker when she was won the oh, main yeah. pole. Yeah. Thing, and he was drawing pictures of her and that. He definitely yeah. was giving her the fucking come on eyes. Oh uh, yeah. Well, they're clearly now, like after the film, she's joined the cult. I bet you they get together. Yeah, probably. I yeah, would I never get yeah. burned alive in a in a barn. Well, you were my girlfriend. I wouldn't let them. This now, what accent this was supposed to be doing? I don't know. Probably some kind of Eastern German. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. Hello, really Jimmy. Different. I like you very much. I think uh, we should uh, possibly go down to the barn together. <laughs> that is offensive. <laughs> was that a bad German? Well, I know it was a bad German. Is it an offensive German? It's just offensive. <laughs> Why? To anyone. I'm English and I find it offensive. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Fuck all of you then. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My accents are bad, but they're not offensive. Right, to like, okay. well, some of them are. Yeah, yeah. There's some I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I I picked Florence Pew 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 or Wilhelm Blomgren. Well, I'd probably rather give it to Wilhelm because he was one of the ones who uh, instigated the trappage of outsiders to bringing them in. And I think, I don't think it it's shown on there, but it was, it is knowledge that he is the one that bludgeoned Josh on the back of the head. Uh, is it Josh? 
Josh was caught reading the uh, taking pictures of the sacred text. Yes, and he gets the, yeah, and he gets a twat on the back of the head. I think that's. Oh, Bill I don't Hemsworth. know. That was him. Yeah. Pele, how could you? Yeah. I um. Go for him then, if you want. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't like Danny because she's just fucking whining the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, her family oh. had died. And a boyfriend clearly well, didn't want to be That was like ages ago, though. <laughs> True that. Like a couple of months or something. Gives a like, smile, love. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Drink these mushrooms, you'll have a great time. And then she's tripping off her tits for a day. That would be me, dead... though, wouldn't it? Like, if, if, if our group of mates all went on holiday and we all took mushrooms, I'd be the one having a bad trip, probably. Well, I don't know. But... It's like, all right, come on then. Fucking hell, she's talking about a dead mum again. I showed Sammy uh, pictures of uh, some of the gas and because uh, uh, she was in here, not in in here, but she was behind me while I was looking at the film before I was isolating. And she said that Florence Pugh was in uh, Little Women and, and uh, she's been in a few things, hasn't she? She was in Little Women, which is a, a bit like the uh, the guys in that last cult you were talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I tell you what, there is an actual another honourable mention. Okay. For uh, the guy who played Mark, that little English fellow with a weird face, Will Poulter. Why can't I remember Mark? The guy with a weird face. He always plays the guy with a weird face. He's English. Okay. Always plays the guy with a weird face. He gets yeah, I think I know you mean. Yeah, and Sweet. there's that the good bit at the at the start, and they're going, "Oh, what game are they playing?" Oh, they're playing, "Oh, skin the fool." Oh yeah. And then he does a wee on the tree. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he's the fool when he gets skinned. Yep. I like that. That's yeah, that's nice. So touch. he's quite good. He's always quite comic relief. Yeah. He just plays the guy with a weird face all the time. Yeah, I know who's exactly that. Who you mean now. Especially yeah, after the wing on the tree face. thing. Yeah. He clearly seems like that kind of guy who would be the one to wee on the tree in real life as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Anyway. Oh. Right. It's... Uh, it's... Of the oh, is... yeah. How are you going to send him his medal? Uh, Post? I don't know. Oh, okay. Email? Did I mean how are I you going to send it? Pop it on a balloon out the window. I meant what type of medal? Oh, what type of medal? Um... COVID brain's kicking in. I'm saying the wrong things. Uh, what type of medal? Um, I don't know. Some cheese. I think we send Swiss him cheese. the little thing of flowers that you usually put as your crown on your head. Oh, okay, but we'll have a big cock coming through it. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, like a that. flappy red one. Uh, actually, we'll have. Is it Jack Reynolds? His his cock. Yeah, Jack Rayner. Yeah, his Jack Rayner. Sorry, yeah. Molded. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we're going on a tangent here. Are we? Yes. Crown the winner. No, you crown him, because you were about to do it, and I okay. interrupted you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of Master of Macabre is Wilhelm Blumgreen. Your medal's coming to you through the post, and uh, it shall look like a penis, uh, but then we'll, we'll be okay. We'll have a cuddle. Yeah? That is offensive. Let's move on. It's not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the madhouse. Rating system. The Madhouse Rating System. Right! No funny business. Let's just do it. It's the Madhouse Rating System! (laughs) (laughs) No funny business. It's like right on brand for us. (laughs) (laughs) What's our first subheading? Tension and suspense, I believe. While the conversations the native Swedes had with each other were relevant to the plot, it was decided that they would not be subtitled, so the viewers would be as clueless and isolated as the main characters. Okay. Yeah, that's not that big a deal, is it, really? (laughs) The fact that the deaths mostly happen off-screen, so we as the viewer know that something has happened, but we're never quite sure what, um, is pretty good for the, uh, the tension and suspense, I think, because you, you know something's gone on. 
but you have no you've probably got an idea they died but you don't really know how or where or when or whether they're being held captive i quite like that yeah i like that we don't really see what we see josh getting hit on the back of the head and then eventually uh the christian naked christian finds his foot coming out of the plant yeah so i don't know what what i I don't know what happened to him is, is that just his leg coming out or is he all under there? So whose leg was it? Know. Josh, the guy who took the pictures of the sacred book. Yeah. He was not in the sacrificial house then, was he? Yes, he was. So why is his foot in the flower bed? Oh, did he not have any feet? They cut his feet. So I'm a bit confused. It may be COVID fog. <laughs> Brain fog. No, because Mark definitely wasn't. Mark's whole body definitely wasn't in there because they had that horrible straw dummy with his skinned face on it. Yeah, that was really weird. But, yeah, Josh was in there, but I, don't, I can't remember. if he. I don't think he had feet, so maybe they cut his feet off. Well, I feel like the uh, the not knowing what happens or not seeing what happens just does pay off well as you see the bodies collectively at the end. Absolutely, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it is, it's a slow burn as well i think yeah definitely part of me while watching it was like i know something's happening to these people and it's a horror film so show me what's happening to these people but the payoff was pretty good yeah and it's very similar to hereditary in that fact wasn't it because that was a much that was a bit of a slow burn as well wasn't it yeah first half was a bit slow and, and first half this was a bit slow but yeah. He's got a good style though. Yes, it is a good style. He has got a style. Yeah, and it's it's purposefully slow for a build up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Better, better. Yeah. <laughs> what would you give that what would you give it then? Or have you got anything else to say? Uh, I've just got one more thing to say. Oh, okay. Th- there's uh there's the the tension of death and Fuck me, what's going on? I've just got one more thing to say, that there is the tension of death and possible horrible things going on, but there is a lot of character tension in this film, which deserves mention. Christian wants to dump Danny, clearly, but her family conveniently dies, so he can't exactly do it then. Oh, yeah. It feels as though both of them want out, but she needs him or someone to lean on and he's the person who's there at the time and he can't just dump a girl that needs that someone there in that moment of their life um so there's there's that going on throughout the whole film yes uh christian wants to steal josh's idea for his thesis because he's a complete dick lazy he also wants him to not be annoyed that he's stealing it and then tries to make out that josh is the bad guy when he is rightly annoyed and him stealing yes. his idea for his thesis. So those guys have got their own tension thing going on the whole the whole lot. Um that's all I that is all I've got to say about tension and suspense. I would give it one for that personally. Okay, let's just yeah, let's just give it one. Next up we've got Is it gore and visual effects? It is yes. yeah, yeah. nailed it after all these episodes. <laughs> Well, there are so many visual effects in the film, so obviously some of them are hidden. I love a hidden image, if I manage to see it. Uh, One I did see was Danny's sister's face, twice. Once in the tree line, sort of made out of leaves, uh, exhaust, pipe on mouth included. That's when she was being carried off. She was standing up and being carried off. On On the pedestal, yeah. Yep. And the other was a bit of a jump scare that could be missed in the time before live stream pausing. It's the same image of her sister, minus the leafy quality, uh, and appearing in the mirror behind her for a oh, second. Oh, I didn't see that one. She even looks like <gasps> like something had happened, but oh, it is a split okay. second. Um, I thought the fucking the one in the forest, her face in the forest, when she gets put up on the pedestal. I didn't see. I don't know about you, but I didn't see. Or have you only watched this once? Yeah. 
Like I I watched this a while ago, didn't see it. Uh. Didn't didn't see it at all. And then when we watched it uh last night, uh I was like, oh fuck, fuck, hold on. Is that a face in the thing? And I I rewound it and I paused it on it. And I was like, oh fuck yeah. And it's got the, the tube taped on her mouth in the forest. I thought, fuck me, that's brilliant. So I spent the rest of the film after that, I was like looking in the background trying to see it i think other people think there are faces about in it so i think people see a face in the cliff as well at the suicide part uh where they're jumping off the cliff yeah and there's a few bits where is there a face or are we just putting it there because we know ariaster's gonna be hiding something yeah i didn't know he was hiding i didn't know he was a hidey little bitch i was gutted you didn't know ariaster was a hidey little bitch no, I didn't know. I didn't know he was hiding little shit. There was a so... few things in Hereditary. We did Hereditary. We didn't pick out all of them. There's more that I've become aware of since. And the same will be with this film. We couldn't list them all, though, in the time we get. Damn, but that was good. That was a good thing. Yeah. Uh, the effects that are shown when Danny is tripping on shrooms and other concoctions are really good and meaningful. Every time she's tripping... She has visions of her hands and feet blending with the grass, and it's very well done effect. And every time it happens, the grass encompasses her a little bit more, kind of foreshadowing yeah. her eventually becoming one with the cult. Ah, you love a foreshadowing, don't you? There's a lot of foreshadowing in this film. Foreshadowing is the best type of shadowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Loads in this <laughs> film. You've got to give it one for visual effects and gore as well, haven't we? Well, let's just mention the head traumas. Yeah. Just quickly, Ooh, yeah, I think, after the... Like, I couldn't... That's very uncomfortable. I don't get uncomfortable watching horror films normally, or gore gore films. doesn't make me uncomfortable. Other than if they're pulling their fingernails out, something like that. Or, or teeth. teeth. But when the woman falls down, smashes her head... And then she kind of comes up, doesn't she? And her face kind of peels. Yeah. That was horrible. And when they caved the dude's face in with a mallet. Yeah. Chin. And this Chit is from the, from you who usually likes the torture porn side of films as well. The, uh, yes. the, the, the violence that happens in Saw and the Saw franchise and uh, Train that we did before. Another kind of sadistic violence, but this was too much. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I had to kind of, I had to kind of watch it with the squinty eyes because I knew what was coming. Like, oh, that's a bit horrible. And he put it like he had that head trauma in in Hereditary as well, where uh, what was her name, Charlie? Yeah, she gets her head smacked off by the the pole. Yeah, I think he said it's. I think he said he's always going to keep doing head traumas in his films because it was something that was really uh, either disturbed him or it was like he didn't like to watch. Yeah. On on a horror film, so he was always he's always going to put him in that because it makes makes him uncomfortable. But uh, but he, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't like that. It's icky. Thing, but he's going to do it gets you what? it's icky and it gets you yeah. yeah 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 so that that kind of thing got him so he's gonna do it but he's gonna do it better than and he does a fucking great job of it it was really well done yeah the body strung up was it blood eagle is that what you called yeah, it blood, yeah yeah they've done the blood eagle yeah yeah that was uh yeah. that was nasty yeah that's a viking ritual oh okay yeah, that's what the Vikings used to do. Splay the, splay the old rib cage out, take the lungs out, hang them up like wings. Blood eagle. It's nice, because that but guy he was, was alive. still alive, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he was alive. Filling up. This guy was alive and, like, yeah, breathing and flowers for eyes. Be fucked if he had hay fever as well. Oh, and then, That'd be do the worst. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> Blood eagles, and he's got allergies. Yeah, oh god, you can't even like scratch your eyes because your arm's all out tied to the yeah. wall. Coughing out a bloody intestine because his whole back's open. 
kidneys flopping everywhere. Yeah. He's going, going up to him. He's barely breathing, barely alive, and he's going. And he's like, "What is it? What is it? It's like, antihistamine." <laughs> yeah. Where's my beckonase? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we come in pollen season? Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. You want to give it one? I would definitely give it one for gore because I think gore and visual effects. I think there's a lot of very good visual effects in it. I think you could. Yeah, he's done a terrific job on that. Sweet. Right, next up is performance. Well, you didn't seem to rate the performances that much, but I thought it was a pretty good performance from pretty much everyone. They were dealing with uh, countless themes like grief, fear, despair, internal fighting, acting all high-end shit. And uh, I I didn't think it was too bad, uh, especially uh, Florence Pugh. Really? Well, she had to do the whole crying and proper bawling her eyes out. That must be well hard. I mean, she she looked dead inside for most of it, but I think she was meant to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I just don't think anyone in this film was likable. Other than Mark, but is that good acting? Yeah, I suppose so. Maybe I just, they're the most likable like... people in the world usually, and they've had to really act their tits off. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they just. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't get on board with any of the characters. Okay. Other than Mark, I thought he was all right. Well, what would you give it? I'd give him one full pube pie from me. No, I wouldn't even give him a pube. Just give him. I wouldn't even give him one pube. Pubeless pie. I wouldn't give him the satisfaction of uh, picking my pube out of their mouth. Well, even giving me. <laughs> so you're giving them a pubeless pie. I'm giving them a pubeless pie. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I'll I'll give them the full pubeless pie, and we'll meet in the middle at just some crust. Yeah, just half half pie. You can have half our crust. Pubeless pie. Half a pube. <laughs> so what's that? Two and a half. Right. Musical score and sound effects. Oh, you're on it tonight. I haven't had to do any kind of rhymes <laughs> or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good because I've run out. Uh, yeah, it was it? It was a good score. Uh, written by a guy whose name I can't pronounce. Apparently English, but Bobby Krulik, K R L I C, goes by the stage name, the Haxon Cloak. Interesting. Uh, yeah, he scored the whole film, uh, and won best original score at the 2020 Ivor Novella Awards, which I've never heard of. Oh, yeah, of course you have. Have I? Yeah, of course you have. The Ivor Novello Awards? Yeah. No, I don't know what it is either. Oh, I thought you were being serious. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought I'd overlooked something. Anyway, give it one. Give it one? Give it one. It was a good score. <sighs> was it? All right, okay, we'll give it one. No, give that's, it half that's... one. No, we meet in the middle. We're all about compromise here at the Madhouse. That's three and a half. We're going to give it... That's big. All right, so big. it's uh, two, uh, three then. We'll give it half. Let's go three. Let's go three. Right, right we're on three. Next up is the overall experience. I'm going to leave it at three, personally. i leave it at three. It's a long film, isn't it? Yes, it's a long film. That's what that's that's always my one of my grievances is a long film. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I. It depends on the film for me. If the pacing feels right the whole way through, it's it's fine with me. I do. I so, yeah. I do check the film length when I'm deciding what to watch, so it must bother me somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Now. I'm happy to sit down and watch The Shining, which is a long what, film. Now? That's two. That's two and a half hours. Well, I probably wouldn't. I've had a couple of beers. I probably wouldn't put it on now. I like to get involved. I've not seen Doctor Sleep yet. Is that good? <laughs> what? If you're not watched it, not watched Doctor Sleep yet. Oh, it's good. Is it? It's good. Yes, it's good. I've been very saving good. it. It's very good. It's a 
Mike Flanagan who directed it. Sweet. Jimmy. Yes. It's time for your film choice. Oh, did we give it an overall thing or did we leave it at three? We gave it, well, yeah, we left it at three. We both decided three was what right. it deserved. And then we three. started talking about length and then we were onto The Shining and right, we were right. onto Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Right. What uh, What do you want? Do you want an old one or do you want a new one? I've got a choice, have I? Uh, this is a new well, one. What did we do before this? One missed call. Relatively n- not new. Cause it was like 2004. 2000. I don't mind. Do you want to... St- yeah, just pick. I-, I like old ones. Right. I'm going to go for a new one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, go- I'm going for a new one. <laughs> Bit of the old ah. reverse psychology there. Oh, yes. Oh, right. Really? It's on Netflix. So I'll give you a, I'm going to give you some hints. It's on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Here is the line. Strange occurrences plague a small town detective and his family as he investigates the disappearance of a young boy. Well, that's vague. Very vague. <laughs> and I'll give you some clues. It stars Helen Hunt. Oh, uh, I won't have seen that. it. I haven't seen... No, I haven't seen Helen Hunt in a horror film. Has Helen Hunt done a horror film? Is it well known? She has. She, uh, it's very, very good. Is it very, very well known? Uh, I don't know if it's... Yeah, well, I would say it came out in 2019. It's on Netflix. I think it's more of a... Well, more of a little hidden gem. Uh, but it's fucking good. Trust me. I know for a fact I've never seen Helen Hunt in a horror film. Yeah, she's acted quite well. I'm not going to get it. Jimmy will just tell me. Okay. So it is a film called I See You. It's on Netflix. I See You as in, like, intensive care? No, as in I, as in me. Yeah. C, as in with my eyes. Yeah. You, as in you. Oh, okay. Trust. Just trust me. You see me. I see you. I see you. And it is. It is. It's a good film. Excellent. Another one. I haven't got, but I'm not going to help myself. Really, I'm not going to make myself feel bad about that one because okay, it's new. Yeah. It is a hidden gem. Yeah. Or a hidden turd. We'll be the judge of that next time. Oh yeah. Right, Jimmy, I, uh, I'm i not feeling great after Dragon Soup and COVID, truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a good mix. I finished the can. I feel like shit. I'm just going <laughs> to take yeah. a pill <laughs> while wow. you introduce our band plug for the evening. So this week we got Midlands-based horror punk band Siblings of Sam Hay with their track, Deadlights Ahead.
That was Deadlights Ahead by Siblings of Samhain. And if you like them, you can find them on their Bandcamp by visiting siblingsofsamhain.bandcamp.com. And you can catch them live at the next show on the 22nd of January at Night Train in Bradford. As for us, don't forget to subscribe to the Madass Podcast. Give us a sexy five-star review and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And please send in your completed cult application forms to jimmyilmixit at lovepotionkoolaid.com. <laughs> and we will see you in two weeks' time for... The film Johnny Jimmy's gonna shout out now. I see you! Wait! Elmo's the red boy. <laughs>